Traveling the Vortex. We've joined the Doctor as he travels the Vortex. And grab your flowchart, we've landed at episode number 261. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. It's our Christmas episode. Jingle bell. Humbug. (laughs) (laughs) You only thought you were done listening to Christmas music (laughs) three days ago. I was so close. Oh, come on. I was actually listening to Christmas music earlier this week. Which for for me was pretty good. Oh, come ye, oh, come. The the Muppet versions of everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Although I need to get a new uh, digital copy I of the uh, John Denver I one because my some of my files are corrupted. Oh, yeah, digital glitches and yeah. one drops off halfway, like fifteen seconds. Oh, so I, I I left work Christmas Eve and came home, picked up Mel, and then went out to my dad's house. And Christmas Eve's kind of that's that's finally when when work is done on Christmas Eve. That's kind of finally the last. Okay. I can be in the Christmas spirit now because <laughs> I don't have to deal with it. So I went and flipped on the radio station to listen to some Christmas music. And from work to home was nothing but commercials. <laughs> and Mel got in the car. And from home to almost halfway to Dad's house was nothing but commercials. Oh, my. Wow. I just hit the wrong yeah, yeah. segment at the wrong time. And... um I kept thinking, you know, I've got my CD wallets in the trunk. I I have a Best of Christmas CD in there that is stuff that I know I like because I'm the one that put it together. <laughs> I should just get it. Nah, <laughs> just couldn't bring That's too much work. Yeah, well, at that point, we were already on the road. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. So. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer yeah. had a very shiny nose. And then at that point, it was too late. I was like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> Missed it this year. <laughs> Maybe next. I'm catching you up. For the, for the last several days, I had the final song of Muppet Christmas Carol in my head, and then the It Feels Like Christmas in my head, kind of <laughs> alternating between the two, uh, leading up to Christmas. I, I rewatched that as I wrapped some presents, uh, like, Tuesday. You rewrapped presents Tuesday? <laughs> I, I rewatched it while I wrapped some presents Tuesday. Yeah, I, he said it right. You just heard it. <laughs> I, I, okay. I did. I totally heard that well, wrong. You never know. Cody went. could have gotten into some presents. Well, <laughs> did you wrap chicken? I did not. So we did wrap some treats that he kept sniffing but did not rip open. Okay. Ooh, Which were not. They weren't for him either. So that's even better. <laughs> that's real impressive. Yeah. We gave him his Christmas Eve uh, presents in his stocking and gave him his bone, and he didn't chew on it, and he went and hit it, <laughs> as he's been wont to do recently, is hiding bones around the house. Mine. Yeah. I did continue my uh, Christmas Eve Eve tradition of watching a bad Christmas film. Oh, what'd you watch? Santa Claus. Oh, right. But I watched the MST3K edition. And that almost isn't enough to get you through it. Oh, is that right? It's that bad. <laughs> the the 50s or 60s version. Apparently, it's a Spanish film. Oh. And it's... Is this, it dubbed? Overdubbed? No, it's it didn't seem to overdubbed. But so it's it, in Spanish? No, it's in English. Oh, oh. But it was Spanishly produced made and made in... Or I think it was made in Mexico, actually. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell... If it was overdubbed, I... Mystery Science Theater 3000 is sure. not the best way They're to figure out if it's over it themselves. Or not. So. <laughs> um, but it's this really 
bad story of the 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 demon pitch trying to corrupt kids at Christmas. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> that's one of Matt's favorite Christmas stories. The, the demon pitch or the movie Santa Claus the movie with the demon pitch. That's, that, you know, that's that, what you're talking about. Yeah, right? is the Santa Claus with the demon pitch and yeah, where he's, he's watching the with the, the weird Santa little Claus. telescope. And yeah, that's one of Matt's absolute favorites. Really, he made us watch it. I don't know, seven, eight times last year during the... Oh, even the MS33K version was not that great. Yeah. They had some really good jokes in it, but other than that, it made Santa Claus Conquers the Martians look really good. (laughs) Made it look like an Oscar contender. Maybe not that much. (laughs) It was was at least more enjoyable to watch. If you you, uh, watch it uh, again without sound... And do other things, it becomes a really mild the, the, curiosity. It's, it's the one with the little girl, and she wants the doll, and tries yeah. to steal the doll, and doesn't. And then I think I've seen that. Now that you're describing, and, it. and the demon pitch tricks these kids into trying to. Ah, oh, I have seen that. On That's one of my favorite Christmas. And... No, I have <laughs> seen it, but it's been a long time ago. I don't remember it being particularly bad. I, I just maybe I just wasn't in the right mood. I don't know. I just did not. <laughs> I was not impressed. You just weren't ready for demonic Christmas. Maybe I was just wanting Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and watch that <laughs> instead. I, that's what I get for trying something new. <laughs> I'm pretty finicky with my Christmas movies too. I, yeah. I don't tend to like a lot of them. So, Did you guys have a good Christmas. Yeah, you I did. worked aside uh, from your string of commercials. I worked Christmas Eve, but we took our annual. I took my break, and we did our annual traditional go to Denny's and oh, good. Christmas. We, Gave each of the kids a present because we wanted to, to be able to have something to travel with the next day. So Caitlin got her iPhone. Mason got his DSL or 3DS, I guess is what it is. DSL is the internet. Yeah. <laughs> he got his 3DS. Um, so they were excited about that. Then we went to, uh, got up the next morning on Christmas Day, drove down to Whit- no, uh, Hutchison and uh, had Christmas with my dad's family. And we stayed overnight in Hutchison. Uh, at the Atrium Hotel, which is a pretty cute little hotel. It's, it used to be a holodome years ago, and I, that was the last time I was there, and that's been 15, 20 years ago. And uh, their swimming pools themed with, like, space uh, themes. So in the middle of one of the pools, there's this looks like the landing capsule for, you know, the top of the rockets. Oh, yeah. And it has slides in it and things. And then they have a pool, and then they have a hot tin. And uh, there's a, um astronaut that the back's cut out of it. It's like fiberglass on the front, but the back's cut out. You can step into it, put your head in. I was wondering what those pictures were. And it looks like you're actually in the space. I, I, I assumed you were at the Cosmos. That's what everybody said, said but Hutchison. because it's in Hutchison, so it's 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 themed around that. So uh, Then we came back on Saturday and went over to my folks in the afternoon. We actually stopped in town and ate AJ's Pizza, which we had never had yet. Oh, it's yeah. Good, good we pizza. had that tonight for dinner. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, the first time I'd never had it before. We Which, went over, no, it's not here. It's New York-style pizza. It is. In case you're curious. Yes. And then we went to uh, their house and opened gifts. And then uh, today we got up and we took Holly's mom to lunch with her sister and brother-in-law and their kids. And then we all came back to our house and opened gifts with her dad and stepmom. That was it. Three Christmases. Very good. It was fun. Kids get a good haul. It did. Caitlin, one of the gifts that my mom had gotten, Caitlin didn't make it here in time. Aww. So she was kind of sad, but it's, it's this little um, 
Minecraft stop motion thing that you use your phone app to take oh. stop motion pictures and you move these little figures around a little movie set. And then you, she was she's really excited to get it, but it's not here yet. <laughs> um, Mason got uh, he got this game where you shoot this bear in the mouth and you try to feed it. It, it has a little electronic counter on it and it counts up. <laughs> Uh, he got one of those little remote control helicopters from us, which we've been flying all over the house. <laughs> it's fun. The problem is he, you have to charge it for an hour for uh, about seven minutes of flying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all that economical. Um, yeah, and uh, Caitlin got some cash and some gift cards. and So, yeah, they, they made out pretty good, I think. It's good, it's good stuff, too. Oh, Mason got his uh, um, Disney Infinity, so 3.0. Oh, so now we have this. We've started the Star Wars figure collection. <laughs> he, he, we got him. Well, we didn't. My mom got him a starter set, um, so it has Anakin and Ahsoka. So he's already he's almost done with that mission, <laughs> right. like the whole thing. Yeah, he sat wow. down when he got it that night, and he just played and played and played. Your mention of Minecraft reminds me that Adi got this really cool, basically make your own Legos. You like it's a like a three D printer f- almost, but a bit more basic. But you mold and create your own Legos, oh, and one of the neat. sets is you can make Minecraft cre- people. Oh, that's cool. Never heard of such a thing before. No, is it actual Lego though, or is it? I think it's off brand. Yeah, because they say Minecraft Lego doesn't have the Minecraft. Yeah, I think it's the it's the Mega Block or whatever who has the Minecraft one. Whoever has the Halo and all those other ones too. Oh, I got the uh, sharper image image, uh, new wave uh, countertop oven that uh, cooks with convection heat and infrared. So I haven't got I haven't had a chance to hook it up and. It's the uh, one with the dome it, and the uh-huh. yeah. And Mel you cook it. has one and she? absolutely loves it. Oh, she does good. It's we cook all the time. In that thing, yeah. She? yeah, yeah, those are really good. Turkeys. I have watched the infomercial for five years now <laughs> and put it on my list for for five years. And my mom finally took the hit and got me one. So I'm excited because I, like nice. I say, I've never used one, but I've watched the infomercial for so many years <laughs> that it looks incredible. And I already got online and I've like bookmarked a whole bunch of recipes. It came with a book in it that has oh, nice and how to cook certain things. But I, then I went and just searched out a whole bunch of websites. And I was like, okay, that looks good. That looks good. <laughs> and then got a bunch of Amazon gift cards. Um, I got anything Doctor Who related this year? I don't know that it did. I got uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Volume 2 or Season 2, huh. which you can only get on Amazon. Really? Yeah, that and Agent Carter are, are Amazon exclusives right now. I did not know that. Yep. Hmm. Really? Yep. Interesting. Which is a bit frustrating, but now I have an Amazon card, I can get the agent card. It's just a timed exclusive. I assume. It just says, Been out ex- for a while, It just though. says Amazon exclusive right now. I have a feeling eventually stores will be able to get it. Hmm. But hmm. They must have signed a deal with Disney. That's uh, that's good to know. I can pass that information on the next time somebody asks for it. <laughs> uh, we had a good Christmas. We I had Christmas Eve off, so... We kind of did. I did some cleaning because my sister was coming in town, and the way they kept talking, they were going to get in late Christmas Eve. So I, I thought late, ten, eleven o'clock. Mike wants to go see Star Wars. Okay, we'll go at eight o'clock. <laughs> they get in at like eight o'clock. Oh, <laughs> that's not late. So I didn't get to see her Christmas Eve, and then I had to work Christmas Day. But we went over to Sarah's parents and did Christmas over there, and had a very good time. Audie was. Uh, had a lot of fun, but very tired. He had a late night with his mom the night before. So he opened up presents and then took a nap for two hours. <laughs> so 
So, but he 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 was really well behaved and enjoyed everything. And Cody was feeling a bit overwhelmed. We took <laughs> yeah, him over. A lot of people. <laughs> uh, and then we we took stuff home, and I went to work. Unfortunately, because yeah. I had to work Christmas Day, but it was a pretty relaxed day. So then, Christmas the day after Christmas Saturday, we had my mom, uh, my sister, and her husband, and then they stopped and picked up my cousin on the way in uh, in Kentucky. So they had we had all of them come over for Christmas Day on Chris uh, Saturday, and my sister brought her dog, and my mom brought her dog over, and after uh, play dates. Kaya, yeah, after Cody got done trying to hump Max, it was uh, <laughs> a much better experience the rest of the evening. <laughs> and then we did Christmas with my dad today. Um, they don't have the dogs. So we didn't have to worry about any of those issues. <laughs> and they kind of had an open house since it had been a while, since Megan and Ricardo had been back home. And so some of some of his family came by and visited. Oh, fine. Yeah, it was, it was a very good time. Um, speaking of early mornings... Christmas morning, Mason got up at 4 a.m. Oh, lovely. And came into our room and said, I'm too excited. I can't go back to sleep. And Holly <laughs> said, well, go in your room and watch videos on your iPod or something. But we are not getting up right now. <laughs> so he went back in, and I think he held out until about 6 o'clock. We weren't um, getting up until 7 so that, because we wanted to open gifts and then get on the road by 8.30. Yeah. And, or open Santa gifts. And so he went in there, and then at 6 o'clock... Nearly on the dot, he went in and woke Caitlin up. <laughs> and poor Caitlin's a, she's a she's not a morning person, but she begrudgingly got up. And then they both came into our room, and we, it was we were still going to sleep for another hour before we got up. And finally, we were like, they were out in the living room just being all giddy and talking. And finally, I said, let's all just right. get up. So. Needless to say, come Christmas night, he was dragging. Oh, I and, bet. And we went back to the hotel so the kids could swim. And we got back to the hotel, we ate dinner, and then we went back to the hotel, and we got there at about six thirty, seven o'clock. And his little eyes, you could just tell he was ready for bed. But he was, boy, he was gangbusters. He was going to swim. <laughs> as tired as he was, he was going to swim. So we had to keep an extra special eye on him so he didn't fall asleep in the pool. <laughs> and he got back to the room and crashed. And he crashed <laughs> hard. Swimming's a, that's a tough day. Yeah. You know, oh, we, yeah. Anytime you go swimming, we got out of the pool, and we were like, uh. Yep. Especially when you're that age. Too. Putting that on top of that. Yeah. He's a little trooper, though. He didn't get too grumpy, which he gets grumpy if he's tired, but he was, he was, as long as you keep him fed, he's uh, <laughs> You can tell um, I'm a new homeowner by my Christmas, some of my Christmas presents of 100 foot extension cord, <laughs> thing to wrap the 100 foot extension cord in, uh, leaf sucking back thing of my own, yeah, uh, yeah. grill. <laughs> did get some fun stuff, though, uh, Lego Dimensions and. The Doctor Who Lego set itself, which is really fun, and I'm having, it's I'm, it's still in progress of being put together. And once I once I finish it, I'll snap a few pictures and post them online. Sean, you've been quiet. How was your Christmas? It was too short, but uh, you know, worked Christmas Eve, went to Dad's, and then um, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, missed out on a lot of Christmas How music. So I'm glad the Glen's filling me your in. branches. <laughs> You're going to sing that when you've got to sing the earnest version. I don't remember how it goes. It's so long Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Um, but uh, we came back and picked up the kids, and they all spent the night here uh, since we were going to do gifts in the morning. So we played some Cards Against Humanity, 
and uh, you know, just kind of had a fun, relaxing, uh, you know, goofball time, and then sent everybody off to bed, and we went down and crashed, and then came up and opened presents the next day, and ate, and then drove them all home, and then uh, we met up with uh, uh, James, Shock the Monkey on Twitter, and uh, went to uh, Kansas City to see Star Wars and IMAX. Nice. Which is one of the few things I, 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 I've said before how much I, I dislike retail making people work on holidays. And I'm uh, the biggest hypocrite in the world because they do go to movies on <laughs> on holidays. Well, if they've got to work, I mean, you might as well give them something to do. That's true. And uh, <laughs> Make it so it's not dead. <clears throat> the IMAX was insane. Uh, they were out of ice, things you just don't expect to happen <laughs> at, at, at a movie theater. Um, and the showing was sold out. and but we went and had a great time, and I'm happy to report that it is just as good the second time around. It really is. And in IMAX is, oh, Have wow. Have you seen it a second time? Yeah. Oh. We, we went Christmas Eve. Oh. You're behind? I'm behind. <laughs> we went, we so, tried to go this weekend. How did that we just, happen? Well, we had so much going on. and I'm normally not one to advocate the 3D, but we did go see it in the 3D just because it worked out better time-wise. And it's worth definitely, if you're going to see it more than once anyways, might as well see it in 3D because it was pretty good. And Sean... I don't know if you said this on mic, but the glasses, mm-hmm. I had an old pair in my pocket, and one lens was darker than the others on those two. Really? Yeah. Because the, the ones at the AMC were not. They really? Were, they were the same bolt, the same was darkness it, was level on both Was it the real 3D? Uh, yeah, whatever. That, I didn't pay attention to the logo. Okay. I just knew it was IMAX. And 3D. Which Mel, was, when they handed her the glasses, she was like, is this in 3D? I was like... Yeah, just oh, cool! <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we were doing that. And I was like, I don't know if you can go see an IMAX movie that's not in three D anymore. It depends on the film. Uh, uh, Mocking Jay is not was not three D. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a wrong frame. Yeah, it also was an IMAX, true IMAX. But I don't think st- was Star Wars. Star Wars wasn't filmed in IMAX. Parts of it were, but I don't think okay. most of it was. Yeah. Um. Why would you only film parts of it? I don't know. They filmed they, other they parts only filmed of parts other movies. Of, um, Dark, uh, Knight Dark Knight Rises. Really? Yeah. yeah. Weird. If you look closely, you'll see the aspect ratio change. Hunger Games. The first Hunger, first two Hunger Games are the same way. Uh, it, that would yeah, like the, heck the, out the, of the, the, the second Hunger Games that would is really cool. Is when she goes up the tunnel, it does that transition. And then when she's in the arena, it's uh, the I guess IMAX if it, version. If they do it that way. Yeah, they did it creatively that way. Kind Dark, like Knight, how, Dark Knight is a bit not, not as creative. It's just boop, boop. Kind of like how Tron Legacy isn't in 3D until you're in the... That was clever. I'll give it... That was one of the best bits of 3D I've ever seen. Yeah. But, um... And I'm I'm proud and very, very happy that Mel and Billy remained spoiler-free the entire... I don't know about Billy. If he did, he didn't say anything about it. But they they remained entirely spoiler-free the entire week up until Christmas. And we didn't... I, I was standing in line. We had an hour wait in line kind of... And I'm doing this, man. I'm just because all these people look like maybe they've seen it before, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> and I got one ear tuned for conversations, and I'm only half listening to what's going on in my group. And I'm like, uh huh, yeah, okay, cool. And <laughs> nothing, nothing came up. We got in, we got our seats, we sat down. Nothing. <laughs> Lights dimmed, and then we were off and running. I was like, oh good, oh good. And uh, when, when with the last preview. Um, aired and there was that blank moment just before the Lucasfilm logo in my in my head. I went da 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 da, da and it fixed everything for me. So, <laughs> so that, that 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 was there. 
<laughs> we got to have a slightly British experience after we ate an open presence on Saturday. All of us, even my sister and uh, Laura, who's aren't Who fans, sat down and we all watched the Christmas special Aww. together, which is the first time we've ever done that. That's cool. Yeah. Did they enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get to talk with Laura to see, see if she what she thought of it. But Megan didn't understand the lick of it, but enjoyed it. <laughs> I think she said she dozed off a couple times. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, we we got back, and as I was pulling into the driveway, I asked James, I was like, I don't know if you have to run off or anything, but I said, you know, we do have a Doctor Who Christmas special tonight, and we'd all been on the Star Wars side on the way home. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's tonight, isn't it? I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I sent Keith a text and said, so, you know, is that available? And he was like, yeah, after Friday Night Who? Like, oh, yeah, we still got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I was torn. You were quiet. I, I was torn because I was like, do I watch New Who or do I watch Christmas Carol, which is like my favorite. Oh, man. I, we watched Luckily, you did Christmas Carol because it's only 45 minutes. Well, it's an hour. It's, it's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour and one minute, actually. But still. Yeah. So we did Christmas Carol, and it's then we watched New Five parts of the ward. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. <laughs> that would have that made a slight difference. I might have been saying, yeah, I'm really tired tonight, guys. I'm going to kind of bow out. But <laughs> no, I just I get sucked into Christmas Carol. I, That's I, so good. It's such a good one. So, But then we watched the new one right after it. So, I got some really awesome uh, Who gifts from you guys. You did? What'd you get? Yeah. <laughs> Lynn got me a pop vinyl Cyberman, along with a pop vinyl 11th Doctor keychain, which is, I'm really torn with what to do, because I want to <laughs> put it on my keys, but I don't want to damage him, because he's so cute. And a minifig of uh, one of the ones in the little cases. And I got the Oswin Oswald, which I don't have any of series four which Sweet. with me with the minifigs it's a gamble because you know we have so <laughs> many of them and a candy lightsaber and then sean got me a classic series trouton era cyberman action figure so thank you guys i can't take credit for the cyberman action figure that was now all the way she was like i think we should get that for keith and i just kind of went along with him said hey, okay that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> i'm giving you credit too uh i got I was about to say, did I get any Doctor Who? I did. I got from uh, Sean, actually, first thing, I got uh, some Beatles glasses, which is a set that I don't have, so he did really good on that one. And then I got a um, Dalek souvenir book for the 50th anniversary from a couple of years ago. And it's a, you know, it looks like maybe it was a Doctor Who pub- magazine publication that they did special for that one, and it features the Daleks. And then from Keith, I got uh, some uh, Disney ornaments. I was trying to think what to call them, ornaments. Uh, the little ball, glass ball, bobble ornaments, and uh, they're classic Disney. And then I got, uh, finally got my copy of Beast of Bangkok. <laughs> so, which was the only thing of those was actually on a Christmas list that I thought was a chance I might have got it this weekend, and luckily I didn't get I'm it glad, before tonight. I'm glad you so. didn't. <laughs> after I placed the order, I actually had visions of all of us buying each other the copy of the book. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we wind, all wind up with two of them or something. As I told you, that was if I had found it, that was going kind to be your Christmas Kind of a gift to the Magi present. sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I didn't even think of that. I'd have been odd man out going, oh, man, I didn't get you a book. <laughs> I, I sold my bookshelves in order to buy this book for you. <laughs> I sold my reading glasses to buy you this book. <laughs> 
come visit my paperclip collection. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also, thanks to Glenn, got a, uh, a minifig in glass case. Or in, plexi- in glass case. In, in plexiglass case. I got Strax. Don't drop it. But- I got Butler Strax. And then uh, I got an Adipose keychain. And then I got a photo mosaic Star Wars puzzle. And Keith got me the aforementioned Beast of Fang Rock book. And what was the other thing you gave me, Keith? I set it down somewhere. Oh, uh, the the calendar. Oh, yeah, the calendar, the Star Wars calendar. The, uh, on the other. It's on the other table. <laughs> I, my presence spilleth over my day-by-day, day-at-a-time calendar for Star Wars, which I'm very excited about to put on my desk. Because he has a desk job now. Now I have a desk job. <laughs> so, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. We got some very nice um, gifts from uh, a couple of our... Our listeners as well, which yeah. I just threw on the floor. Some, some Christmas cards. Oh, you liked it so much. I liked you it threw so it on much. the floor. Uh, Rachel uh, went to, uh, to to Disney, which, yeah, thanks. Uh, Rub that in. <laughs> Rub that in. I mean that with the sincerest love in my heart. When you send a postcard that says, wish you were here, we're all thinking, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> we wish we were too. Um with uh, it's a, a compilation of all her photos from the uh, the Star Wars uh, sections of the park and uh, Merry Christmas may the season of the force be with you which is really cool yeah it is cool yeah it is cool and so we each got one of those and then uh, Lisa sent us this is just cool uh, they're little um, I don't know what to describe them as they're woodcuts they're wood, 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 they wood, they're woodcuts of Bigfoot yeah and they're like stickers so you could stick them on something and she she lives in Sasquatch country, doesn't she? So, I believe so. Eureka, California. Yeah. So, call you out on that, Lisa. There's some, uh, <laughs> there's Bigfoot sightings up around there. So, that's, I did not. Now we have our own uh, Bigfoot. Try to figure out where to stick him. I kind of almost yeah. want to put him on my computer. He's okay, going. Go on he's, the inside. He's, he's, he's on the outside. going for the apple. He's eating the apple. <laughs> he took a bite out of the <laughs> apple. <laughs> So That's thank you really for that. Cool, yeah. And, then, and for uh, anybody who sent us a card. We, all, we each got cards from Brittany. Yeah. From Brittany. And I think it was it, right? Did we determine that was all? <laughs> That's all I recall. Uh, <laughs> the problem was going in for names. Well, uh, they, trickled, they trickled in all this week and last week. So, like, yeah. among all my other family cards, too. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully we didn't miss anybody. If we did, we apologize. But uh, And Andy sent us a very uh, nice um, um, festive message on Facebook. Andy did, yes. Yeah. Friend of the show and, and, and author, Frank, Andy Frank. If you did not see it. If you go to the Lethbridge Stewart Facebook page or the Candy Jar Book Facebook page, there is a free Christmas ebook available for you to download. And you can find a link of a link <laughs> on our, <laughs> on Facebook, our page. Facebook page. Yeah, so that'll so. get you there as well. Anything else you guys did this week? I think so. Shall we move on to news? What's in the news, Keith? Well, the BBC have announced. Details on complete ninth series DVD set and Blu-ray. Uh, so, if some of you are like me and put last Christmas on your Christmas list, thinking, "Oh, they've gotten away from putting them on the box sets," <laughs> no, no, so luck. <laughs> you have all of series nine plus last Christmas and the Husbands of River Song. 
back. So I'm sorry, Keith. Can you repeat that uh, one more time? And I and I got it too. Somebody got it for me. <laughs> I got it last Christmas. <laughs> it'll, it'll be easier to take off the shelf and watch it. That's just true. When you That's just very want true. Individually yeah. watch that one. So. Well, after they did Time of the Doctor on its own, I, I kind of figured, and they they put out Series Eight so quickly after. Even I think there was even well, time was to last one. Christmas on its own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and they they put out Series Eight in enough. Late enough, yeah, if I remember right, it was late enough that they could have added Last Christmas on it and didn't. So that's why I kind of assumed they weren't going to do it. Apparently I'm wrong. Uh, So, And there's all sorts of bonus features that you can find online and price points, etc., etc. And the release date in the U.S. at least will be April 5th, in case you're interested. One of the bonus features I find interesting... Which, which, of course, include the Doctor's Meditation, the prologue. Uh, there's a Series 8 recap on the DVDs, yeah. which I find interesting. So if you've forgotten what happened in Series 8. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and other adventures, including a documentary called The Adventures of River Song, which is narrated by Mel's. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of neat. I like yeah. that. That's clever. And then a something called Clara's Journey, narrated by another guy I don't recognize. Another Colin, guy. Colin McFarlane. Good old Colin. And the fan show finest stuff is on there, too. Oh, neat. Well, so there's, there's lots there's of lot, There's a lot of there. bonus that's features. Terrific. And that includes all of the extra, Doctor Who extra that they released on yeah. YouTube. Right. And commentaries on a variety of features. I'll have to pick that one up when it comes out. It'll be the first time I've picked one up when it comes out. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much Glenn likes Series yes, 9. you know, that is. And then the other bit of news we had was that Time Eddie announced their next round of guests. And normally we wait a little bit to do guests, but this is a big three... A big announcement. Yeah. Big three big guests. So, in the order they announced them, they, we have Terrence Dix coming to and Wichita. Uncle Terrence. Uncle Terrence. We also get Annika Wills, who it sounds like doesn't come to the U.S. very often. So that's that's quite a treat. And then... Friend she of the heard sh- how friendly this Kansas That's right. Was. And then friend of the show, Caitlin Blackwood. Yeah, we get to see Caitlin again. That'll yeah. be fun. So that's very exciting. Yes. If you haven't ordered your tickets, go ahead and do so soon because they're jumping up in price if they haven't already. <laughs> I think they have already. Yeah, and then they're they and then they're still going to be jumping up again later. Right. So staggering. Buy now. Yeah. Buy now and buy quickly. Buy now, buy often. <laughs> <laughs> buy some more. And that's it for news. Should we move on to feedback? Yes. Feedback. Feedback. Feedback comes from Holly. She writes, The Husbands of River Song. Hey, guys. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. First of all, Merry Christmas. Have a holly jolly Christmas. You did that In case you didn't hear. No, I didn't. I did the holly and the ivy. See, I had another holly in the... uh, Ha- Maybe it's there. when you walked in. And I, well, I, might have, sing, I might have been singing that one. I, I don't know. It's like I'm at work. I keep hearing the same songs <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> I think I've done all different songs. I did do Jingle Bell Rock twice, but oh, that's because that's we did a variation on the uh, tumble all right, I'll, blocks. Uh, I'll allow it. Hi, Holly. <laughs> do it again. 
Have a holly jolly Christmas. She probably hears that all the time. She's probably like <laughs> sick of that. Oh yeah, oh, oh, very clever. <laughs> My wife hears it all the time too. Uh-huh. Uh, she says, first of all, Merry Christmas and the happiest holidays to all of you. Hope that everyone had an enjoyable time with their family and friends. Bit of housekeeping: the bowl, the poll for January's book of the month is club. <laughs> For the book of the book club, Keith, you can announce the polls up now. Is up on Goodreads <laughs> group page. So if you haven't voted yet, please do so. Vote early, vote often. And so, keep in mind that whatever you uh, vote for will be what we choose to review. So and on that you list have is control. the Legends of Ashilda. You have control of not only. Now you're not allowed to influence the voters, the Keith. I just, I'm but, just saying it's on the list. If you're going to announce that, you've got to announce all the candidates. I'm trying That's to pull them all up. All right. all right, we'll get the, we'll get all the candidates. We'll, I know they're we'll all you know the they're other all ones. They're all new series books. They're all new series. The internet, the internet probably conked out again. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not on my normal computer, so it's a slower process. Fortunately, it's or not, unfortunately. unfortunately, so I have to log in to get into it. Jinga blocks, jinga blocks. That's what we were singing earlier. Polls. All right, here we go. <laughs> you want to know the total so if far? If I do this, no, it means just the scene's running are, short. Are the if I make a slashing motion with my throat, it means cut the scene short. <laughs> <laughs> Legends of a Shielder, the Big Bang Generation, Royal Blood, and Deep Time. So Shielda is obviously a Shielda. Um, they're all Capaldi books. They're it's all the Capaldi most books. recent, okay. the the three most recent books that came out. Okay, I got some catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new to me. You read Silhouette, though, didn't you? Or did you not? You didn't read Silhouette. Was that a book? I, 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 I have not read any Capaldi book either. I thought you read it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was one of the. Uh, that was one of the book club book options. Club options. But, yeah, is that I mean, a book? she did all. They they did all all of them that were out at the time. But uh, Silhouette was the only one that I caught on and, and did. Wow. So, but now, now I will be forced to in, 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 in involve myself and engage because <laughs> to get one and read it. Because we will be and reviewing can, it on the show. You, you, you wow. listener, can weigh in. That's right. So go, go vote. Maybe we'll just instead of feedback, we'll read reviews from the Goodreads page. That's a good idea, actually. Kind of like that. That's a good idea. way to incorporate, though. Yeah. I have. One or two every once in a while. <laughs> On occasion. <laughs> How's that like homework bold. coming along? <laughs> <laughs> well, we already solved that problem. Holly <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> continues. On to the review. I have to say that this was an enjoyable episode, and to see Peter Capaldi and Alex Kingston acting together was quite the treat. Love the doctor's comment about needing a bigger flow chart and his chance at reacting to the TARDIS being bigger on the inside. River's still up to her tricks and wheelings and dealings. I did feel a bit for her when she was talking about the doctor that, and that she didn't mind that he wasn't there and didn't care, paraphrasing that bit, only had a chance to watch it once. I think deep down she did. Love the doctor's reveal to River that it was actually him with, Hello, sweetie. <laughs> She took his regeneration very well. Uh, on Oh, to have a couple of mini-episodes of their 24-year night. Something tells me that the two of them could get into quite the hijinks. Well, 
I'll wrap it up here. Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this episode. Wishing everyone a very happy new year as well. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Good to hear from you, and glad to hear you had a good Christmas also. That's it for feedback. Well, then do we want to uh, dazzle them with our thoughts? Sure. Or should we just hit them upside the head with our opinions like we usually do? (laughs) (laughs) Yes and yes. (laughs) The husband. Whatever you're all thinking, you're wrong. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's Christmas. The husbands of River Song. It's Christmas Day on a remote colony, and the Doctor is hiding from Christmas carols and comedy antlers. But when a crashed spaceship calls upon the Doctor for help, he finds himself recruited into Riversong's squad and hurled into a fast and frantic chase across the galaxy. King Hydroflax is furious, and his giant robot boyfriend, boy, bodyguard, boyfriend? bodyguard is out of control and coming for them all. Will Nardo survive? Will Riversong work out who the Doctor is? All will be revealed on a Starliner full of galactic supervillains and a destination the Doctor has been avoiding for a very long time. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if I had as strong of a reaction to oh, it. It was really? enjoyable. Oh. It was fun. But it, it was just kind of there for me. There was lots of moments I liked about it, but it just, I don't know if it was, I wasn't as engrossed in it because of my surroundings or, or, or why it just didn't quite elevate to me, but it was, I I really enjoyed it. It just wasn't amazing to me. A fun romp. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, and my first thought was, well, it's a fun romp, and I thought, I really hate reviewing things as a fun romp. I I really like the ending of it. It's the rest leading up to it that I was kind of meh on. Well, a fun romp almost tends to imply that it's a bit of fluff and there's no substance to it, but it's a lot of fun to watch. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing from time to time, but I don't think that really encapsulates what this episode is. It is fun and frantic and a chase and an adventure and a lot of back and forth and, and, and fun. It feels a bit more like a Christmas episode than the previous couple of and, and I think that's one of the things that we needed. I think we definitely needed a yes. breath of fresh air after I, I all of the heavy. That's, the and end, that's definitely what this is, was. That we, we got just kind of a complete break from it. But then, this being Moffat, <laughs> <laughs> we, we still get a gut punch. At the end of the, you know, yeah. the, 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 we, we kind of get a, oh, moment. Oh, but it's softened. It, it is it very softened. softened. Very softened. It's very Christmassy softened. And I, I guess part of my, while I, I really enjoyed the ending and like how it all played out, I felt that that storyline was resolved enough for me through the minisodes that we got with Series 6. That because it's it's heavily very heavy. They they did a very good job of working around. But they tied they tied it together yeah, too. Though. They they did they they, they did a good job the, of working around them yeah. saying that wasn't actually what this was. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciated that they did, but uh, I I was satisfied with what they gave us before. So this was kind of extra whipped cream or cherry on the top, but I didn't feel like feel like it was necessary. 
I can see that. Yeah. No, I mean, any excuse to have Riverback, I'm in favor of. And but they, at the same time, it, I go, mm, do it, we really it need Riverback? It wasn't a wasted use of River, I don't it think. It wasn't no. a wasted they use They did a really good job with it. really good as, job. As yeah. meh on the beginning of it as I am, by the end of it, I was very appreciative of what they did. See, and I, that was the problem I had with it, is while I was having fun, and it's enjoyable, and I love the romp, and, and the back and forth, and everything's fantastic... From a plotting standpoint, I almost feel like, you know, because the doctor's tiptoeing around the fact that, because initially that, he's like, do I tell her or not? And then he's just like, screw it, I'm going to tell her. But then she doesn't believe him. So he's kind of the companion along for the ride, you know, yeah. on, on the River Show, which is fine. That's kind of how River is. She's a, she's a force of nature. But we spend so much of the episode with River not really being River. Because she's working an angle. She's working a con. She's well, working the scam. Especially when she shows up with Hydrofax. It's so obvious that she's being so yeah. over the top and chewing the scenery so much to try to sell this that I didn't buy into it one day. Yeah, no, I didn't either. It's like, well, she's up to something. And the doctor obviously sees that. So we spend a lot of time dealing with that and then the ramifications of it. And then we're off and running and we're going to a new you know, place and, and you know, in space and into the TARDIS and then you know, just back and forth. That by the time we finally get to the moment, and we're at the dinner table, and she's giving her, you know, I never made any bones about it. Yes, I'm the woman that loves the doctor, but no, he doesn't love me. And Capaldi completely sells it with yeah, the look on his face. Boy, the yeah. acting in that bit is oh, just yeah. amazing. But that moment, when it turns, and then she recognizes him, and he says, hello, sweetie, and the recognition hits... And then it becomes the Dr. River pairing that I was yeah. kind of wanting. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. I felt like, you know, we, we spent so much time getting to that moment that I didn't get enough Dr. and River. I think but that's I understand issue. why we had to tell yeah. the story that yep. way. So I'm kind of torn on it because while I can't fault them for telling the story in the way that they told it. And, and as enjoyable as the, the doctor trying to hide who he is, it doesn't, when he reveals himself is when the story picks up for me. Yeah. That, that, that's the turning point of like, okay, now this is getting what I want and it's more enjoyable. That, that's right. And, and I think maybe that's part of the problem too, is that when you have those, you know, Doctor and River back to back tackling the universe, there's really not much, you know, not, there's not a real element of danger you can place right. them in. That there's I, a lot of gravity true. at that point. Yeah, yeah. because they're going to, they're going to beat whatever it is. You know, there's just, See, I was satisfied with both amounts, and the reason being is because all of that leading up to there really, to me, gave us a good sampling of what River is without the Doctor and who the River I, is without I, the Doctor. I enjoyed that aspect And I, I too, thoroughly which... loved that. I loved the idea that we were getting to see a River song adventure without the Doctor, with the Doctor actually being there. <laughs> so it was almost like how a spouse or, or a loved one or somebody else, it's almost how they act when they're not around their familiar. And so I really liked that because it was almost giving – to me, you know me with River Stories, I've always said we should be done with River Stories because we've kind of had her story now from A to B. And so I was really skeptical on how they were going to do this one. And by putting it in her timeline in the way that they did, I think it worked really well and gave me more – this was a good way to expound on River's character because we see River every time we see River. It's with the doctor. And mm-hmm. so you don't know what she's like without the doctor. You kind of have an idea of what she's like because she kind of talks herself up or talks about what she's done or we get a little hit, dropped hints of what she's doing or how she acts. But this was really kind of, to me, encapsulated what River Song is and who she is. And so I really quite enjoyed that. 
Now, that being said, I was excited to get finally the Dr. River pairing again because I like that dynamic. So when we got to that point, then I was like, okay, here it is. Yeah. And we got that piece of it. And then by taking that a step further and, and de- then now developing the relationship even more than we got between her and Matt Smith's doctor. I just it was it was these nice little pieces that I didn't I felt like I knew everything I needed to know about River Song. Until I watched this episode, and I went, "This just expanded much her character her. so yeah. much more." So I was, I was, I, I was thoroughly loving it. I was a bit, I was, I was thinking maybe that when she was at the beginning, when she was going through the whole motions of everything and, and really chewing it up, I kind of, I liked the way they did that because you were trying to kind of place where, where are we in Rivers' time mm-hmm. here? We don't have the benefit of the diary. Yeah. We aren't sitting down and, and figuring this out. And so get nice she's going by Doctor Song at this is. point. You're kind of wondering, you know. I did suspect that she was doing, she was had, was doing a put on, which she ended up doing. So that was that came to fruition. But you kind of wonder about it, you know, what, what's going on here? Yeah. And then Caitlin all along keeps thinking she's going to eventually divulge that she recognizes him. She's eventually going to. And I kept thinking, oh, maybe she's right. Maybe eventually she will. This whole thing's been a put on. But I like the direction they went with it, that she did. She had no idea because to her, there were only going to be 12 incarnations or yeah. 13 incarnations. It wasn't possible for her to – because he, she knew that he had a finite yeah. point. And so not being able to recognize him until the moment that she does, I thought that was splendidly done. Mm-hmm. And so I completely thoroughly – Enjoyed that. And a very satisfying moment very when we satisfying. all get to the aha at the same oh, time. Oh, and when she's talking about how the doctor could never, you know, who could never love me and uh, not love me, but love anyone, and just all of those things, it would that, that was that such, bit felt a little bit like a fork or a knife to the rose shippers. But you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing about that was that you could. T- she never once made bones about the fact that she was in love with him, that she loved him. But it yeah. was interesting to have that because for the first two-thirds of this story, she's kissing other guys and talking about other husbands and, and marrying people or marrying a diamond and all, all these things. And the doctor just generally is jealous and almost hurt at times that, wow, I, you can't believe this is you when we ended up being married and all this stuff. And so he, you're, you're feeling bad for the doctor. And then when we get to that moment – you start to feel bad for River because she really believes that she was – this was for the most part a one-sided relationship, at least on the on the deepest level of emotion. Yeah. That, yeah, she knows that he loved her, that he was on the surface, uh, you know, very important. She was very important to him. But she never got the what she felt for him. And to see the doctor's face when he realizes how she felt and got got to get that from her because you wouldn't have gotten that from her from, to her oh, face yeah. had she known who he was. Yeah. And so to have that moment and have the doctor kind of realize where her what her position on this was, and then to be able to rectify that at the end and show her how much he loved her. I, I was literally crying when she was going through that whole speech. I was like, "Oh, oh my god, this is so, it was speech. it was it was a happy sad because it was yeah. that it was again just that speech gave so much more about River's character. She isn't who she pretends to be most of the time. She really is in love with this man, and so 
it just it it was it was it was fantastic. It was fascinating that 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 they went to that level with this because I thought, what's Stephen going to do with this? I mean, we've we've heard where we know River's story, and he he completely filled everything that I needed out of that episode. It, it, it was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. I didn't give it enough of dun dun dun. No, I don't think you did. I think you really didn't. I think you undersold it. I think it's almost hell bent for me because. I like each half thoroughly, but for some reason when they put together, they don't quite work for me. And I can't put my finger on why. Because I liked all the stuff that you just talked about of the mystery of of, the, of seeing River as she was. And I really liked that. But And I really liked the second half. I, just, well, I think I the story's in three pieces, really. Yeah, it kind of yeah. is. Because then the crash happens. Right. And, then, and the whole conversation. I Oh, man. I was dying when they were bantering back and forth. Uh, I've got the transcript here because I wanted to get it right. When he says, uh, we need to get the NAVCOM back on and reroute the thrusters, and that's when they're trying to save the ship instead of crash it. And uh, he says, I'm trying. <laughs> then he launches into the hole. So uh, King Hydroflex, she says, oh, how many times? I married the diamond. And he says, so you say. And then she goes, Elizabeth the oh, first. Yeah. And he goes, Ramon. And she goes, Marilyn Monroe. And he goes, Stephen Fry. Yeah. I <laughs> totally then, thought of you when he said that And then she too. says, Cleopatra. And he goes, same thing. <laughs> the two of them had oh, such great char- chemistry, well, they threw, especially they once. Stephen Fry in there. I went, oh, my God, this is the greatest episode. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, and that was the first thing I turned to Caitlin and I said, Cannon! <laughs> she married Stephen Fry! <laughs> oh. So now we need to get Stephen Fry on in a cameo as himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to see that so badly now. Uh, the other thing that I quite enjoyed was uh, the more British television that I get under my belt now, I recognize actors ahead of time as opposed to in the... <laughs> when you're doing research later going, oh, that's so Exactly. Great. <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny because I came to, you know, Mitchell and Weber, Mitchell and Webb, um, later after they had been the robot voices in uh, the one with Solomon, uh, what's the episode? Oh, uh, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Yes, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. I had come to a lot of these actors, you know, in retrospect, and then gone back and watched Doctor Who and go, oh, I didn't recognize it the first time because I didn't know. This was the first time of many, with the exception of maybe David Cross, or not David Cross, uh, oh, now I can't remember his name, uh, on the Widow. Hydrofax? No, no. Him him I recognize. Well, yeah, I'll, let me let me scoot that aside. Uh, he and uh, the other guy, the, the first guy. Yeah. Uh, Nardo, who is played by... Matt Lucas. Yes, is one of the half of uh, Little Britain. He's oh, on that show with that. David Williams. And uh, that's one of those shows that I have, have watched and loved. And it's, it's what sketch comedy show is what it is uh, in the UK. And it's quite hilarious. And so when he shows up, I recognized him. The other Ironic- was- Ironically, he, he's also in... The Inspector Space Time Convention episode yeah, that's of right. Community. That's right, and I did, and I had recognized <laughs> him when I saw that one as well. Uh, he also uh, King Hydrofax was is uh, Greg uh, Williams, Greg Davies, Davis, 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 Greg Davis, 
who I ha- he's got his own series now that I haven't watched, but he was the teacher on the Inbetweeners, which was a series that I'd watched more more recently, and I've seen him uh, on a, on a few panel shows that have been. So it was interesting to finally come to something and go. I recognize that guy. And I recognize that guy. And I recognize that guy. You know, so it, that was neat. And so you I got thought, the, the, the true British yes response. It was out like, like oh, hey, it's so and so. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that they they tend to do that with the. Christmas specials now, especially, is it seems that because you know last season we had uh, Strax. Uh, oh, uh, oh, we had Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick. Well, we had Nick, Frost, Nick Frost, but we also had the guy that actually plays Strax. But he oh, Dan Stark. You're right, yeah, Dan Stark. Yeah. So we had those two and actors, Trout and I did come to that and one and, and go, and "Hey, okay." So now it seems like that's the pattern. Is that for Christmas you bring in, and most of the time they're comedy actors, you know, and, and you bring in the the big the. At least the familiar faces. They're not necessarily well, it, A-list. It, it but was even uh, Doctor and the Widow in the Wardrobe. They had comedi- comedians for the voices of those, or some of those people, right? Some of those people. Well, that's comedians. why I'm trying. That's why I was trying to think of the guys that show up on the spaceship, or th- the three people that are well, the, the miners. Yeah, are, some of uh, them were comedians. Yeah, too. one of them yeah. is, and his name is escaping now. He's got. He was on. Uh, Black Book, and he was on. He's been on panel shows, and I can't remember his name for the life of me. Uh, he's got kind of long hair, but he's balding on top, and he's got a goatee. Uh, yeah, I know, you know his character you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he he was one of the first people that I recognized right away when he showed up. But then the other two, uh, I can't remember who they are since. But they also are British comedians. So, so yeah, it, they've done a pattern. Of course, Michael Gambon was in the first, you know, Stephen Moffat one, yeah. uh, one. So yeah, he's he has an affinity for bringing in people that are you know. A, I don't want to say illustrious, oh, but familiar had, faces. Um, um, and some of those uh, snowmen had yeah, uh, 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 Richard E. Grant, Richard e. Grant. And, and the voice and, of Ian McKellen. Uh, yeah, Ian McKellen. And, I mean, so yeah. Christmas is when the names come out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting that we, we, we start the episode with the TARDIS parked on a street that looks very similar to the Face the Raven set. Yeah, the TARDIS wiki is, says it looks like it was repurposed. I think it was repurposed. And, well, and I, but it was brighter. Well, it was, it was, and it was it festive. Had, it had, yeah, it was festive. Yeah. It had Christmas lights and everything. And I don't, so mind okay that, I don't mind that it was repurposed. I think, in a way, maybe this was an added bit of... I'm, I'm reading it as an added bit of character because the Doctor is sulking. Oh, yeah, he, he 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 is... Bound to determine That's to be why a, the TARDIS yeah. gave him holographic <laughs> antlers. He's bound to determine to be in a funk, and so he 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 probably set the ship down in as close as a you know visually remindful area of Clara's death as he could. And I'm willing to bet it's the TARDIS that said, "No, no, 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 no. If you're going to force me to land here, I get to pick the day." <laughs> And we're going to land on Christmas, and you're going to smile before this is out. And we're doing the, you know, of course, Carolos will be criticized. <laughs> that was the best sign ever because it 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 says a lot about this doctor. Oh and I, yeah, I think yeah. that it does. You know, uh, it didn't have go away or bah humbug or anything <laughs> like that. It was Carolers will be criticized? <laughs> Very poignant. That is what this doctor is. So then he goes and he gets wrapped up in the adventure. And River shows up, and we've got a head in a bag, and he just starts laughing. And it was like, 
Have we seen Capaldi laugh as the Doctor yet? I mean, really get into a moment and just not the way he was laughing, not the way he did, and it no. was just it was it was it was not wonderful. the way he was smiling either. Yeah, it was just wonderful to to break that kind of down a little bit, and then his. <laughs> I hope I'm going to do this right. <laughs> the bigger on the inside speech. Oh my gosh, that was so that I laughed so. I always hard. wanted to do that. <laughs> And then the look on his face when she opens the, the, the oh, drink area. I finally what? get my, I finally get my chance. <laughs> he says that before he goes in. I love that. I finally get my chance. We went, what? And then he launched into it. It was like, oh, God. That means as an actor, Capaldi has now had two chances to do that. Because he had that in Fires of Pompeii. He had a bigger on the inside reaction. Yeah, he did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. But I like that it was the... Or did we see him in the TARDIS? <laughs> well, we saw... We, we saw him go in and his reaction coming out of it, too. Of his bewilderment of the I think size. the bewilderment going in was because David Tennant steps out. Yeah, but then, we don't see I him in the console room, but it, he was... Right. Because so, then later they've already landed yeah, and they're watching looks, the destruction of so, Pompeii. But I think more, this, yeah. in, in, in the way, I, I like that the Doctor gets his moment with yeah. the figure on the inside. <laughs> and I think he really... They, they played that very well. Yeah. And I thought that was that was cool. And And, you know... Here's the thing. I've always liked Matt Smith and Alex Kingston together. I've always thought they played they off of each other really yeah. well. And they hit it off, and they, they're really good. I think this Doctor and River are the best pairing of the two, though. I think I the chemistry is much better. <laughs> I do. I think the chemistry is much better. I think that, in fact, she seemed to be enjoying playing the role much more because she was playing well, against Peter Capaldi t- as well. I, I think some of it was that might some had, of it was distance since the last time she had played her. Well, but I think my, part of that might be Peter Capaldi's been around longer. She may have some admiration for him as an actor as well, well yeah, and was, was enjoying playing, being able to play <laughs> off of him as well. Because her and Matt weren't until later on weren't that familiar with each other. But then, which really I worked well for the storytelling they were. It doing. sort of did, yeah, for Matt's and, aspect but of it. Well, I just it, I think the chemistry was much better between these two. Now again, I'm a Capaldi. <laughs> geek, so I wonder how much of that is, as, as you pointed out, maybe. Alex Kingston's admiration for, for well, and for Peter Capaldi's versus admiration for her too, versus the the story that we're putting them in. Because when you think about the last couple of River stories that we've had, they've not exactly been fun romps where no, they kind of get no, to kick the right. heels off and do you're something. Right. It, it, they've all been. We haven't had that since the uh, the shorts on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah really. everything's been real heavy since then. So, and she has fantastic. Chemistry with Matt in the shorts, so I wonder how much of it is is the is the storytelling just the, story the opportunity telling. to go back to a river song that we're familiar with, yeah. or, the, 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 or the fun river, fun that's river, not, yeah. yeah. Although, <laughs> I'm trying to think, in the Vutskull Hitler, maybe when she finally shows up, that's kind of a similar chemistry. Although she's a bit more adversarial too. Yeah, well, I think that's her. just it because she's it's she's a lot more adversarial from the majority of it. In yeah. In this one, she's still genuinely letting him tag along. Oh yeah. But has no clue that it's him. Yeah. That that played so well. That played so well. Was that it? 
I'm sorry. I just think the three pieces worked so well. <laughs> it, it feels like three distinct pieces to me. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think they, they just they bounce from one to another so seamlessly, in my opinion. I love the idea behind the starship. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> You know, this is where genocide comes to dying. Only <laughs> the criminals and you know, criminal such a place the doctor would be so against. Yeah, <laughs> just the, just a thought of it. It's like, out of place. Yeah, <laughs> he would not be able to blend in at all. And I, I don't I, think River ever would have purposely taken him there. Oh either. no, no, she would have avoided <laughs> taking him there. I, I also like the idea that. River goes and steals the TARDIS while the Doctor's off on adventures. <laughs> he never, never noticed noticed before. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Although part of me thinks that the console room with Capaldi has changed enough that she should have recognized that it was slightly and different. And also makes me wonder, though, if that was maybe that Eleven was has thought. changed it several times. Of just we've never we haven't seen that, it. That could so. be. That that was when I thought it was leading towards the she actually knows it's him. Yeah. It seems like there probably should have been a moment there. Logically, not that not that we needed it, but just from a, when Perhaps she walked, well, she would have walked in and said, "Oh, he's changed the desktop again," you know, or just something. Something. Yeah. This is a theme I haven't seen. Or yeah, yeah. Um, but I love the fact that we that his code name is Damsel. <laughs> oh, I love that yes. she had the pic. She thought we finally yeah. got to see. I have pictures of all your faces. It's now confirmed that she guide. has all twelve yeah. faces. Yeah. Spotter's guide. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, so much to like. Um, the, the 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 driving wrong. I I love the the fact. And I it's crazy. Have we gotten that before about the TARDIS can't take off with somebody inside and outside? Not that I can remember. Not that I can remember. For some but reason, it was, that sounded familiar. It was to me. sure a clever uh, way to keep that TARDIS from going yeah. anywhere. I liked that. The no, TARDIS that was, realizes that <laughs> the part of the body's not there. I'm not taking it off. And that was cool. Just you know, if you were in the door that it wouldn't did we read that i don't know i seem to remember that somebody did get dematerialized but maybe i'm thinking of a stargate episode where they half materialized in the stargate or something tardis wiki doesn't point it out that it's uh been used before it just so. I, it, it, it felt like such a oh yeah it, it you know makes yeah. so much sense. it makes so much sense but if it, it, the way it was constructed and the way capaldi was explaining it kind of going it felt like it was supposed to be well, a big fan but, moment but, for us to realize, yeah. oh, look, they're calling back to such and such. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, did, I didn't get that impression just because he's trying to be creative, clever without saying this is my target. Trying to divide, yeah, yeah, without yeah. giving away who he was, he was trying to explain it. That's yeah. that's how I thought he played it, more than a fan wink, yeah. a fan yeah, nod. Did. It may not have been. It just it struck me that it was. But I'm saying wink. Oh, okay, <laughs> fan, fan wink. Wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, what else? Um, the, the butler? <laughs> or the waiter, whatever he was. <laughs> the waiter, yeah. That was, I liked, I know he's an anthropomorphized bug. I'm sorry. Clint, no, 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 he was fine. That was fine. That was, that was okay. The rhino guy I had a problem with, but. Although he was he less at, rhino he, than he, a less rhino. Well, yeah, I was, I gave <laughs> him, big... I gave him, I gave him kudos for effort there, but he just had the horn, but. What do we think what, about the uh, the half face people? You know, clever, and, yeah, and, and yeah. ingenuitive. I mean, it was it was yeah. I, Mason kind of freaked out about it, but 
I liked it. That was cool when they all turned around too, and they were all that. Yeah, speech. yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I mean, there, there were a lot of surprises in this. There, it just it really kept were. you guessing. It kept moving. And, and I like the fact that we we get the the kind of gross out factor with it. Slime and, and the slime's even on the ball. And I like how the ball winds up being the solution for Hydrofax's yeah. body. <laughs> with the firewalls. The firewalls. It's a bad- <laughs> It's a banking device. It's got all five. <laughs> what do you say? It, the Nothing's fire, guarded better than money. Yeah, yeah. nothing's guarded better than money. It's been it's been uh, it's been confuddling people for <laughs> ages or whatever he says. Or but confounding. I, it's been confounding users for ages or something to that effect. I like the fact that during the the, the gross, scary moment that it could have been a hide behind the sofa, gross, scary moment, but it's Christmas. So instead, we get Capaldi making jokes yeah. and, and you know, <laughs> kind of playing it off, and it's just now it's just it's it's just one more piece of ridiculous that's going on. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, why not? Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about with that? Uh, oh, the moment when they all <laughs> they all revealed they were prostrating themselves for the sake of King Hydrofax, the Magnificent. And the look on the Doctor and River's face when they suddenly realize we can't possibly open this bag. <laughs> we can't let them have it. We've got to get out of here. And we're in deep. <laughs> and it was all just... <laughs> yeah, that was all awesome. Do we... All right, well, I don't know about you guys. So, at the end... We get very cleverly. You should do this. You should do this. Here's a diamond. You can have this. You could. You should build a restaurant facing the thing. And then he skips ahead a day. I, I really <laughs> liked how he did that and set the <laughs> reservation. Okay, four years. <laughs> boop, boop. And then when he gives her the box, I knew instantly. As soon as he gave her yeah. the box, I went, ah, "He's gonna give her the screwdriver." And yeah. She opens it up, and it was the screwdriver. And I was so. Happy. <laughs> we finally <laughs> so, got the same moment. At, I looked at Caitlin and I said, Oh, we finally found, we finally get to see the screwdriver. <laughs> we finally get to see him give her the screwdriver. And then and my, it was the screwdriver. It, too. it was the right one, the right time, everything. Yes. And then my next thought was, Okay. <laughs> so, did Moffat have this planned <laughs> out? I, I like it. <laughs> Or is he finally just responding to fan criticism I think that we never got to, to see that? Because <laughs> I like how it was, well, you can't keep going with that trowel. It's ludicrous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Sonic. <laughs> Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? You have a shooty trowel with Sonic. <laughs> I, the, 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 thought, the thing that I thought was kind of clever the was... The fact that they called back to the trowel when he gave her that was nice. When the, yeah, when the cyborg is uh, sh- shorting out with the, the, the bank thing on its head, and he comes and he runs up to the maitre d' guy and he says, uh, he had a bad day on the market. And then he starts to dart off, and my first inclination was, oh, that was a bad pun. And just as I'm thinking it, he pops back and says, sorry, I appreciate that wasn't funny, but I couldn't help saying it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... 
That is so in line with it was like he, this isn't the doctor that does that. That's a Matt Smith or a David oh, Tennant. Yeah. And so it was or so Tom out, Baker. Or Tom or, Baker. Or it was McCoy. so out of character well, no, for him. Sylvester wouldn't recognize it. And it so it point. felt that way. <laughs> and so it felt out of character and I went, Oh and then he pops back and it says that and it was almost like a this is, that was a special one for you guys for Christmas. <laughs> like, okay, I, I, I appreciate that wasn't funny, but I had to say it. <laughs> So much of the dialogue was so fast, I really feel like I need yeah, to watch it again. I, and catch. And this is one that I could watch over and over and over again, though. And once again, it kind of felt like the sound mix was a little... I, I don't know what it is with these my, Christmas episodes, my, but it's really loud music and explosions! My, my sound, the mix, the, the, the audio wasn't off, but the the the, the, the dramatic and the uh, action was it had a lot of bass in it. And it was yeah. Yeah, pretty in, insane. Subtitles, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? The um, the singing rocks the, the, with the restaurant bit yeah, at the end. Singing towers. Singing towers. Um, you heard what it was singing. It was Rivers theme? Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the wild thing about this was when you first hear it singing when Rivers come out, and uh, Mason says, "Wouldn't it be cool if that was Rivers theme?" <laughs> and I hadn't even thought of that. And he said that. And so I zoned in and I started listening. And it slowed down and it's got words. Well, wordish. It's got singing. And I started listening to it. And I looked over at him and I said, that is River's song. <laughs> and she got, or River's theme. And he goes, big old smile <laughs> on his face. Because the, the, the kid, I mean, he's, he's seven years old. So he doesn't always get those moments. Yeah. But when he realized that he'd figured it out, he was because Caitlin and I are always doing it back and forth. Hey, did you see that? Yeah. He when he realized he got that one, one he yeah. had that big smile on his face. Like, That's I got awesome. that one. That's awesome. I really like that also he's keeping the Sonic's shades or the Sonic specs. Yeah. I with noticed. the s- screwdriver. Yeah. Which will he used them both. F- which will fix the screwdriver being a uh, uh, tricorder multi tool because yeah. he can use yeah. the. Well, a logical gives, place where he has a readout and it, everything. It gives the it. Sonic a visualization, and then he gets the, he actually he gets to sonic use the sonic, sonic as a Sonic, <laughs> and then gets the the scanning feature yeah. with this the shades. And I yeah, I knew there was probably a lot of people that grumbled when the specs showed back up. But. I, I like the fact that, it, that he has both now. You know, it's and it's it's just a good look for his doctor. It too. is. That's it the really thing is, is it I, suits him, and I, they're, I, they're using them in a smart way. I still wasn't sure about him when they showed up. And yet they showed I up, and I thought, "Well, wait, where's the Sonic?" Because we I saw can't the Sonic. Fault the logic behind them, wearable tech—it so makes sense yeah. that we would, you know, that we would evolve to this, and that the Doctor would would change with the times, and especially this Doctor, that the shades that just it just it just works for him. And as the the season premiered and, and it went on and on and on, and we got more of the glasses, more of the glasses, and more of the glasses, and, and smart it was just kind of like of the glasses. Okay, I guess the glasses. I'm glad it's not stay. a replacement. Yeah, I'd I'd have, mi- I'd have very much missed. That's what it's done. That's I'd have, I'd have very much missed the Sonic if it was indeed permanent. But at the same time, it's done in such a, a, a clever and well thought out way that I don't know that I could necessarily fault them if they did replace the Sonic. But I, like everybody else, was happy to see the Sonic come back because that's kind of a thing, you know. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done had I had I been watching regularly in. Peter Davison's era when they actually, I mean, I remember reading the book, the novelization of the, of the visitation <laughs> and they blew it up and went, ah! I mean, that was yeah. just a, yeah. you know, and he says, I feel like I've just killed my best friend. 
And there wasn't a new one waiting for him at the TARDIS when he got back. <laughs> and it just, I, I don't know what I would have done during that era if I was watching religiously all the way through. It, just, it was jarring. Uh, Ricardo, who is a purely new who watcher, uh, after the episode said, I hadn't wanted a Sonic before now. <laughs> and I went on this new one as a toy. <laughs> so he, he loves the new Sonic. Yeah, so I do too. It's I a cool it's, design. I think it's neat. I kind of wish we had seen it more. And that's why I was slightly disappointed. Yeah, that's why I was yeah. slightly disappointed when he brought out the, the shades. But I was like, well, that's a good use for the shades if he's going to use yeah. them. So I look forward to seeing it used more and to see more of it. It'll be interesting to see where the writers go with it. If it's. Are, are, are you going to get both of them in a nearly interchangeable way, depending on who's writing what episode and what he's going to be using and what their personal preference is, or are they going to be smart with it and say, well, for this particular situation, it ought to be this. And I, for hope this that, particular, I hope it's a, I hope it's that a showrunner way. thing where they decide, okay, we need to do this or this. Yeah. And the writers just go Sonic and then they get to choose whatever Sonic device it is. Yeah. I, I, I hope there's going to be and BBC. If you're looking for somebody to hire for this, with the, <laughs> you need a continuity, be, Sonic continuity, Sonic expert. continuity. <laughs> we're available. We'll, we'll, we'll start straight down the, the straight and narrow on that one. River's um, perfume <laughs> thing with the, the changing of the outfits. Does this mean that it's just a perception filter and she's running around naked all over the galaxy? Could be. Because uh, be. if it's River, it, it really doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I hadn't thought case. of it that way, but it could be. I mean, she's the one with the hypnotic lipstick, too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Got an interesting handbag. <laughs> I found it was interesting how well she's kind of Indiana Jones of the future. <laughs> the, the, the reference of how old she is, and the the references to the augmented life, and that it's. Yep. I want. I, I I partially took that. Well, it didn't take that as so much of that was pre river regeneration. That clearly, she. I don't. We don't know how old she was when she was a little kid before she got to Mel's. Right. But right. I got the impression that at least a hundred of that was as River. Yeah, I I, I, I would agree. Okay. I would agree. The majority, I think, of that is. Yeah, and I think it's. Which is interesting. I mean, she 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 clearly had a lot of adventures there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she was around long enough to go love. from to become a doctor and then a professor and then you know yeah. so. And I think I don't know why, but I, I kind of. With with time lords and 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 the, the biology of it, I kind of feel like they're born and they grow up, and then they kind of age within. You know, the, the, this is all relatively normal yeah. until they hit, you know, the end of their teenage years, and then it's just kind of a, a, a natural progression of. Well, and sometimes age. they might regenerate younger, or they might regenerate right. older, which as, as, as well, she so. did, yeah. very young. I don't know why. I have nothing to base that on, but that's just kind of my... And, and I kind of get that with most immortals. I kind of feel like this is okay, and then this is where you stop aging and you become immortal. For there always seems to be a point. I don't know why I think that, but... I, you know. So, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing to throw in there yeah. to kind of really remind people, yeah, she's Time Lord. Yeah. <laughs> or at least part. <laughs> or born of the Matrix or the uh, the Vortex. Yeah. All right, Sean, what we got coming up on the schedule? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't do their homework this week. Um, I didn't actually pull that up. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment, and I will see if I can find what we have. I did like the, uh, at yes, the very sir. beginning when he first shows up as the surgeon. She goes, uh, nice suit. And he mentions, 
it's my best one. And something about the haircut too. I thought was that was a nice little a nice nod and touch to add that in and the fact that she didn't approve it. And at the end he changed the suit and she approved of that one. That was another thing too. That was a nice case of mistaken identity because there is wasn't actually at the beginning there actually was a surgeon that yeah. showed up and says, Is somebody looking for a surgeon? <laughs> uh oh. Because <laughs> we know a long time before the doctor figures out what's yeah, going on and then that, the oh, great, we're gonna have a problem here. The great moment with Nardole where he's like Still the question, but you actually think I'm a surgeon? <laughs> All right, we're going to need to mop over here. <laughs> that was fun. Was, was, there were so was, many great moments in it. In, any bit of that that just totally was like, ooh, it's like a Spies Like Us moment. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, doctor. Yeah. Glad I'm not sick. Okay. I'll rotate down to the bottom of the schedule. What have we got? No, 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 no. Oh, Yeah. Stuff. Stuff and things and things. Stuff and things and things and stuff. Four things and a lizard. Um, <laughs> so, happy uh, 2016, at least as far as the schedule goes. Uh, we're going to start the new year off with some Hartnell. Uh, the Chase is uh, what was uh, first on the docket uh, for Friday Night Who on New Year's Day. Yes? Yes. Or is it actually New Year's Eve at midnight? No, that's New Year's Day. New Year's Day at actually, midnight. Actually, it'll be January 2nd. Well, technically, it's January 2nd. Okay, you're right. All right. It'll be January I just 2nd. realized that could have been a colossal... We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't do that. We don't excuse ourselves every time by saying, well, Friday, who really is a Friday? Who? It's Friday, who? It's no Friday, what time night, no matter when we have it, even if it's Saturday afternoon. Right, exactly. <laughs> Saturday, so, Friday night. But this is uh, on Friday. Friday, January 1st. January 1st. Starting at midnight, The Chase, we will do parts one through three because it's a long one. Uh, and then uh, our show that week, because it'll be in the middle of that, we are going to review uh, a Big Finish story because we haven't done one for a while with all this uh, new who on. Uh, Big Finish number 65, The Juggernauts, which is a uh, Colin Baker story. And then we will also be reviewing the Ninth Doctor miniseries event from Titan Comics, which ran for, I believe it was five, five issues. It is five issues. Yeah, it is five issues. So we'll be reviewing that as well. And then the following week, uh, we will finish up The Chase um, with parts four through six. And then our review that week will be all about The Chase because it's the – well, maybe I shouldn't say anything. I, think. I, I know what Keith, it is. Keith knows. Keith knows. <laughs> We've been doing this long enough. We've been teasing him long enough with it. Uh, the, the end of Ian and Barbara's tenure on the TARDIS. And so yes. we'll talk a little bit about that. And then um, the next week is uh, Delta and the Bannerman. With uh, Sylvester McCoy, and then uh, the return of our Beyond the Doctor series, uh, and uh, yeah. uh, we'll be watching Dracula. Which which version of this is it? Is this the seventy nine version? Yes, it's the Frank Langella version. Yes, the Frank Langella as Dracula, uh, which apparently stars Sylvester McCoy in some capacity. So yeah. we, we don't know what. We kind of thought about The Hobbit, but you guys have all seen The Hobbit. We didn't want to do, and he's not in The Hobbit. He had three hours of screen time for the 15 minutes, minutes of that that he's in there. <laughs> Radagast. But, so we thought we'd do Dracula. Radagast the Brown. Yes. But we're going to do Dracula with Sylvester McCoy and, and Frank Langella for Beyond the Doctor. And uh, so you can start hunting down copies of that to... Uh, uh, I forgot I can't do that from here. Uh, to, uh, to watch there. And I will have more of the schedule posted probably tomorrow. Um, in time with us uh, to kind of go through the rest of January. And um, when will we know about the book club book? 
or it'll be for January. So we'll have through January to read it. Yes. yes. So the book club reviews will actually start in February then for January's correct. book. Yes, Got correct. It. Yeah. So I can post the schedule through January then. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, if you're not already doing so, please be a subscriber on Patreon. Every bit of the money that comes through that goes right into this podcast so that we can bring you more cool stuff, more fun stuff, and more prizes and gifts. And uh, if you are subscribing, you are a Patreon supporter, uh, thank you very much. We certainly appreciate it. And you can also visit www.travelingthevortex.com and find links to different various uh, stores and sundries. And you can purchase things there. And, and uh, those uh, a portion of those proceeds also come into the show as well. You can also find us on the various forms of social media, which are? We are on Facebook, Traveling the Vortex. We are on Twitter, at Travel Vortex. We are on Tumblr. We got the Goodreads Book Club. And, of course, Google+. Plus. Uh, and if you want to send us feedback, you can send us feedback to feedback at travelingthevortex.com. Or there's a tab on our website, travelingthevortex.com, where you can submit the form and it comes straight to us and it takes care of everything for you. And I believe if that is it, anything yep. else? All right, that's going to do it for this week. Until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. And Merry Christmas. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.